0: This episode of the main event talk podcast is brought to you by richest Billiards. 5815 Weber, not your average heroes. The legend continues. And ladies and gentlemen, we are finally here. This is the conclusion to WrestleMania Week. And by God, it feels like it's been two weeks for the love of God. And on this episode, we are going to talk about the aftermath of all three shows. Now, originally, it was supposed to be just Raw and NXT. But then I decided I had this clever idea where I was going to go ahead and add NXT. to uh, Not NXT, I'm sorry. Add SmackDown to the mix. And I just had a chance to look at it just a few moments ago. So the main event wants to give you is... um, commentary on uh, some of the matches that have taken place on all three events did all three deliver after wrestlemania did all three did pretty good what do we expect to take place in the next few weeks you will all find out and everything else like that and plus the main event is going to give you his top 10 and this is this is something you're hearing right here for the first time on the main event talk podcast the top 10 Wrestlemania week matches now these matches consist of not just matches from Wrestlemania, but we're also going to add NXT to it as well you'll find out about What the top 10 is who had the best matches and so much more and everything else like that now and Just to let everybody know uh, I was going to put together a Wrestlemania theme song but then I decided, you know what, we need to kind of step away from that for a while. I actually step away from it you know, for good since we're no longer in the WrestleMania mode. But we are getting back into the metal mode, especially with the main event taking control. Now, just to give you guys an idea, and most of you guys, especially if you guys are huge fans of Fear Factory... They just released a song that was released on YouTube, had an opportunity to listen to the song, and had an opportunity to see the video as well. You guys will get an opportunity to listen to the song right here, an exclusive right here on the Main Event Talk podcast. Fear Factory's album, Aggression Continuum, is going to be released on June 18th is the date. Yesterday, or today to be exact. The release of the song Disrupt, uh, Disruptor, is, if I'm saying it correctly, Disruptor, yeah, that's right, Disruptor was released. Had an opportunity to listen to the song, sounds absolutely fantastic, kind of has a little bit of classic uh, Fear Factory to it. But just in case, if you guys are ready, if you've heard the Fear Factory song, you know what's up. But just in case you haven't, guys, here it is, Fear Factory and Disruptor. DROP DROR! some new Fear Factory shit right there for you. Fear Factory, it's a new song out called Disruptor. And if you guys have not had an opportunity to listen to the new Fear Factory, get a chance to listen to it on YouTube. The new song is out right now. You can also see the video for it on Nuclear Blast. Uh, The new album will not be released until June 18th. So that's going to be great to check out. Um, I'll be able to get an opportunity to listen to uh, Fear Factory on Spotify when I have the opportunity. And if you're a huge fan of Fear Factory, and if you wanna hear some of their classic albums like Demanufactured or Soul of the Machine, look for it on Spotify, look for it on Pandora. You can also find it on YouTube or wherever it is you find your favorite music, Fear Factory. This is the first time that Fear Factory has released a song or anything at all in, uh, from what I understand, in over five years. Um, Let me see if I can look into something real quick just to kind of give you guys an idea because uh i think i've subscribed have i subscribed to fear factory uh oh yeah as a matter of fact i have sweet okay um yeah the video's on here uh here's a little bit of um let's see okay here we go so uh this um right here is uh uh, actually the anticipation of the album is released on the 16th I i was thinking the 15th why did i think the 15th anyways but anyways uh here is um dino from fear factory to give you a little just a little bit of information about the album and the song
1: i am dino cazares of fear factory and on april 16th we will be releasing our new single disruptor it's a big deal because it's the first time we have released any new music in five years yeah five years to pre-order the new album aggression continuum on april 16th go to fearfactory.com i hope you guys like the new single and i can't wait to see you all back on the road
0: man it's going to be tremendous uh, last time uh, it's been a long long time since i've seen any fear factory uh, over here in Corpus Christi, the last time, and just to give you guys a brief history, the last time I had a chance to see Fair Factory when they first came over here to Corpus a long time ago, I would have to say it was back in uh, 1995. Um, I went over to a place called... It used to be called Johnny... Well, it was called Texas Sky. But before it was called Texas Sky, it was called Johnny Land. And Johnny Land uh, was a place... uh, Long before Concrete Street came along, had some tremendous, uh, tremendous bands came over there. Some were uh, like Korn, uh, Ozzy Osbourne had played over there, Typo Negative had played over there. Of course, Fear Factory was one of those individuals. As a matter of fact, uh, Fear Factory i think this was a time uh about a long long time ago uh fear factory came over to corpus christi and at the time uh the album that came out was demanufactured right and it was one of the best truly one of the best albums back in 1994 1995 um right around that time fear factory was on tour with uh and i remember these bands correctly uh, uh, Up and down Uh, It was Fear Factory, Flotsam and Jetsam Korn and Megadeth Uh, This is back in 1995 Um, One of my all time uh, One of my all time favorite bands All of my all time favorite bands right there Got a chance to see them all when they came over here to corpus christi so once again if you guys want to check out the new song from disruptor uh from fear factory hear the song disruptor get a chance to listen to it on Spotify, on youtube or wherever it is you find your favorite music all right guys uh let's get into this shall we um i know it's been um it's been a crazy couple of weeks and everything and um well it's been a crazy week at um at all ever since um uh, Ever since WrestleMania week, now we've gone, we've we've gone from the beginning of Monday Night Raw, the last Raw before WrestleMania, then we went to the Hall of Fame induction ceremony, two nights of NXT takeover stand and deliver, NXT uh, NXT Prelude, Friday Night SmackDown, and then two nights of WrestleMania, and now we get the aftermath. Now. I wanted to do all three shows because I felt that, you know, number one, I felt I was obligated to do that because, you know, um, to me personally, I, I wanted to see um, what was going to happen and I figured screw it. Um, uh, let me see if I can. Uh, there we go. So, uh, there were a lot of rumors and a lot of speculations about what was going to happen on Monday Night Raw. Uh, no, no big deals, no problems here and everything. And, um, let me see if I can, uh, find what I'm looking for here. Because, um, what I wanted to look for was the results of what happened after WrestleMania. Now, yes, I did see Monday Night Raw. And it wasn't exactly, uh, it wasn't exactly the best Monday Night Raw to possibly come around, right? So... So I'm watching Monday Night Raw at home, right? And I'm seeing uh, the beginning where you see Bobby Lashley. Uh, he retained his WWE Championship at WrestleMania, right? And now, <clears throat> let's see. Let's see. It says here. Uh, I'm reading through all this. Huh. Okay. These are all the results that happened at WrestleMania. Okay. Okay, and these are all. Okay, well, you know, uh, there's really not much to talk about on uh, the aftermath of, of Raw. All I could tell you about Raw was it wasn't exactly the best Monday night Raw after WrestleMania to think about. You know, when I think of the aftermath of Raw, of the aftermath of WrestleMania, I'm sorry, I think of the moments where I would see all of these big surprises that would happen. <clears throat> all these surprises that would get me on the edge of my sh- of my seat and thinking, okay, we're going to get something out of this. this is it going to be good. All of us can't wait for it, and we're going to see how all this shit goes down. Right? So all of a sudden, you know, I remember seeing, um, this was years ago, uh, seeing Brock Lesnar show up, you know, uh, the f- for the first time in many, many years. And then all of a sudden... Um, Uh, I remember seeing one where uh, the return of Wade Barrett from 2013, when he was known as Bad News Barrett. Uh, The return, uh, one of those moves where Paul Heyman came out as a heel, and then all of a sudden I remember Cesaro, and this is kind of a, a little bit of connection to this one, where Cesaro would win the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal in 2013, and then he would appear with Paul Heyman like one minute Paul Heyman was cutting this tremendous Promo with Brock Lesnar Crowd was booing him just because Of the fact that Brock Lesnar had ended The streak of The Undertaker at Wrestlemania And then almost an hour later Here comes Cesaro With uh I think it was Um It was Dirty Dutchman Mantel, but he came by a different name Um Uh Zeb Coulter I think that's who it was Uh yeah um Yeah uh, and uh, all, all of a sudden, um, Cesaro called himself a Paul Heyman guy, and then all of a sudden, as soon as Paul Heyman shows up, the crowd literally just cheered for Paul Heyman when they just booed him about an hour ago on Monday Night Raw, right? This was back in 2014, and I'm just like in awe. So I was expecting like some huge surprises to take place on Monday Night Raw. The only surprise, and I'll tell you what it is right now. The surprise that came out was um, the whole thing with uh, the Viking Raiders. Uh, It's been a long, long time since we have heard anything from the Viking Raiders. And here I am just, um, you know, uh, seeing them for the first time in almost a year, as a matter of fact. Yeah, almost a year. I haven't seen them uh, in a long, long time. They haven't been in the ring for so long. And, um, you know, I know that... um, uh, one of them was injured and the other was kind of um <clears throat> I'm sorry uh <laughs> oh sorry I was trying to I was trying to put something on apparently I couldn't do it right come on but anyways um so I see the Viking Raiders show up uh, good seeing them I haven't seen them in a long long time and then you had uh let's see what else took place uh Charlotte Flair came out and cut uh a promo uh she made a return which was not exactly the biggest return in the world and and it's like um she's coming out and she's staying stuff uh let me see if i can can i pull it up actually i can uh, yeah actually i can as a matter of fact um yeah right here okay i'm gonna show just a little bit of a uh well actually you know what i'm not gonna show it (laughs) I don't want to bore anybody half to death, especially when it comes to Charlotte. Charlotte wants to come out here and say that she's um, the new Charlotte Flair. When in reality, this is not really the new Charlotte Flair. It's actually the same Charlotte Flair, you know, pulling a promo that we haven't heard from in a long, long time. So it's just absolutely insane. So Charlotte Flair comes out, does the shit that that she does. And, you know, and then all of a sudden interferes in the Rhea Ripley-Asuka match, which they did a rematch, um, which I wasn't too impressed with. I was kind of like wondering, okay, what, what was the deal behind that? You know, um, was it okay? Was it all right? I mean, what, what, what would I expect out of this? I don't know what to expect. The only thing I can say is the fact that Charlotte Flair comes back, interferes in the matchup with Asuka and Rhea Ripley, and all, all I see right now is uh, either we're going to see a one I, I I know that this coming Monday on Monday Night Raw we're going to see Oscar taking on Charlotte Flair. I believe it's a one on one match. Uh, no championship is on the uh, no championship is on the line, obviously. Uh, Rhea Ripley is a champion. Um, you know that's going to happen on Monday Night Raw. Uh, so boy, Mo- Monday Night Raw didn't exactly go on good terms and everything, so that was just you know whatever right now there is one thing that uh i do want to show and this is the anticipation of one return that it wasn't really a return but it's actually the return of this one person that we have not seen in a long long time since he was burned to a crisp now i think you guys have an idea of who it is now for the first time you're gonna hear it right here in the main event talking i'm gonna play it just this one time Here's a clip from this past Monday night on Raw. A clip from the Firefly Funhouse and the return of Bray Wyatt.
1: We're really glad that you're our friend And this is a friendship that'll never, ever end
2: All of my true friends. I say I good, riddance, I good riddance. I can't stand riddance. that little b. <gasps> Abby, if you don't have anything nice to say, then don't say anything at all. That. Which is bewildering. But, dude,
1: it, it's gonna be so lonely in here without her.
2: I bet you didn't see that coming. No matter what has happened lately, we still have each other. We will always have each other. As a matter of fact, I feel great. I, 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 I think this could be a, a brand new start for all of us here. A, a new season. New friends. And a brand new me. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, I... I uh, I feel reborn. Yeah, I feel reborn. <laughs> and I will heal you, Hustace. Oh, and I will heal you, baby. Yeah, he <laughs> That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Everything will be fine because he he will return. He shall return. And there will be no more clout chasing. No more clout chasing in this here simulation. The fun house will be big. It will be bad. It will be strong. See ya.
0: So, Bray Wyatt has... is reborn is changed is 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 going through some sort of metamorphosis okay let's uh let's go with that shall we he's going through a metamorphosis and everything so you know those are really the only surprises that happened i mean the return of uh bray wyatt i mean that was a big surprise Uh, Charlotte Flair, you know, wasn't exactly a big return, but she came back in any way possible. The Viking Raiders were, uh, you know, returned. They came back stronger than ever, so that's pretty cool and everything. So I like how it went down. It was okay. And, of course, uh, at the end of the match, um, at the end of the Monday Night Raw, uh, there was a number one contenders match to determine who would face off against Bobby Lashley at the next pay-per-view. And, and, and... (laughs) And I swear to God, I'm not making this up. The next pay-per-view coming up is on May, May 16th, I believe. Uh, I think it's 19th or 16th, but I'm going to have to check it out. But anyways, the title of it, not supposed to be Backlash, right? But they called it, and I, like I said, I'm not making this up. WrestleMania Backlash. And I'm like, Really? <laughs> More details on that in the weeks to come. So anyways, um, Drew McIntyre is in this triple threat match with uh, Braun Strowman, who went through one hell of a steel cage match against Shane McMahon, and then of course Randy Orton, we know who, what, he, what he went through uh, against The Fiend from this past uh, Sunday night at WrestleMania. So... These two individuals had a win. Drew McIntyre didn't have a win, of course. And these three competed against each other. The winner would take on Bobby Lashley. And, uh, and I'm not going to suspend with the formalities. The winner was uh, Drew McIntyre. So now he has an opportunity to go for the rematch against Bobby Lashley at the next pay-per-view that's going to happen on, uh, like I said, May 16th. It's going to be called WrestleMania Backlash. We're going to see how that goes. Now, there was one thing that I wanted to talk about. Uh, before we go to the next part which is gonna be NXT now at the end of the at the end of the match uh, Drew McIntyre won MVP shows up on the rampway and then all of a sudden uh, Drew McIntyre gets attacked by these two individuals now these two individuals are are two members or two former members of the group known as retribution one was t-bar and the other was mace now these two, and, and I'm going to say this, and I, I'm going to be the one to tell you this because I know it's true. I had said to many people that with Retribution pretty much finished off, you got to put Ali in a different position. You've got to do something to Flapjack. Um, if you're going to do something with Reckoning, at least put her back to being Mia Yim. And also, if, if, if anything, you've got to put those two as a tag team. And here's my opinion on this. You put those two as a tag team; they're going to be the most dominant tag team in all of of WWE at this point. Now, I'm not saying they're going to be the best tag team, but they are a team that that can definitely bring something to the tag team division. Now, personally, to me, I like to put them as the new Retribution. That's what I think they should be called, the new Retribution. But I believe there's going to be some sort of uh, alliance between the Hurt Business and T-Bar and Mace. So, we're going to find out what's going to happen this coming Monday Night on Monday Night Raw. What was the purpose of these two men interfering in Drew McIntyre's match? Does MVP know anything about it? And, will there be any sort of alliance, like I said, between the, the two former members of Retribution and MVP? Will they be a part of the new Hurt Business? Um that would be something interesting to check out and everything. So uh so to conclude this, uh Monday Night Raw wasn't exactly the aftermath of Monday Night Raw wasn't exactly like all that in a bag of chips, but it was okay. I mean like I said, the the, the return of um the return of the Viking Raiders that was good. The return of Bray Wyatt that was okay. Charlotte Flair's return Uh, It wasn't exactly all that in a bag of chips, but it was okay. A lot of people were expecting, like, Brock Lesnar to show up. A lot of other people were expecting Becky Lynch to show up, which I had a feeling she wasn't going to show up. It's a bit too soon as far as I'm concerned. Um, I was thinking she was going to come out on Friday night because of Seth Rollins, but that's a, a discussion for another day. So nonetheless, Monday Night Raw was okay. It wasn't exactly the greatest show in the world, but it did it did serve a purpose i mean it is the aftermath of of uh wrestlemania uh some new stars are being lined up new developments being taking place and we're just going to see how all this turns out we're going to see what's going to happen um on monday night raw in the next couple of days until the next pay-per-view which is going to be wrestlemania backlash we'll see how all that turns out and more Celebration.
2: Drew McIntyre, the Almighty, Bobby Lashley at WrestleMania backlash interrupted. Oh my goodness! That's T-Bar and Mace. Why? What just happened? This Monday, Drew McIntyre has questions. Will MVP have answers? Plus, a vicious ambush. Oh my goodness! Charlotte Flair
1: attacking Oscar and Rhea Ripley
2: leads to a huge main event as Oscar goes one-on-one with Charlotte Flair
1: I don't steal opportunities I am the opportunity
2: Raw Live this Monday 8, 7 Central only on USA
0: get an opportunity to check out Monday Night Raw when you can this coming Monday it should be a tremendous show uh Oscar going one on one against Charlotte Flair and then of course Drew McIntyre is going to want some answers as to you know what what what's the situation you know what happened you know why did it happen the way it happens it's all going to take place this coming Monday night on Monday Night Raw all right Okay, now that we got um, that part out of the way, let's talk about NXT. Now, as most of you guys know, uh, officially as of this week, NXT has now moved to Monday nights, or Tuesday nights, I'm sorry, which means um, the Wednesday night war is well <laughs> and 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 let's let's call it like we see it. It wasn't exactly a war between n x t and a e w really really wasn't i mean if 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 you guys really believe that it was a war and a e w well a e w will beat the shit out of n x t no, they can't, not with the roster there but uh the next part that I will tell you will be a little bit shocking to everybody in every way possible i'll I'll discuss what it is in just a moment um so let's get into n x t Let's get into what's happening now uh we do know that um n x t has now uh developed themselves into a new logo new brand. Uh, comes out on Tuesday nights and everything. It looks extremely cool. Love how it looks and stuff. Um, let me see. I don't think there's yeah, I don't think there's any way for me to you know show uh what has happened and everything, but we'll probably you know mention that in a moment. So uh several matches have taken place at NXT's um uh new home on the USA network on Tuesdays. Uh Carrying Cross came out and uh, make, made his declaration about uh, who's running the show. You know, he's got the NXT Championship in his possession, so he's going to be challenging anybody, anywhere, at any time. Uh, MSK had their tag team match against Killian Dane and Drake Maverick. Uh, a tremendous match and everything. They showed a aftermath. Uh, the aftermath between Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole. And it doesn't seem to be over by a long shot right there, so that's still going on little bit of a one-on-one feud between mercedes martinez and jesse uh camilla i think that's her name with the robert stone brand uh, mercedes had won that match good for her and this one was the shocker of the night right here uh santos escobar uh went one-on-one against kushida for the nxt cruiserweight championship and uh, and i'll suspense with the formalities in this one um kushida walks away with the NXT Cruiserweight Championship for the first time in his career. So, big congratulations go out to, uh, uh, big congratulations go out to Kushida for holding, for winning the NXT Cruiserweight Championship for the first time. Uh, there was a promo that was cut, uh, involving Tommaso Ciampa and Timothy Thatcher. Uh, both have their eyes set on the Tag Team Championship, which is currently being held by MSK. We know how that shit goes. And then, of course, we've got uh, some stuff happening. Uh, one of the most coolest moments in the history of NXT was what took place at, um, let's see, Raquel Gonzalez, who won the NXT Women's Championship uh, from this past uh, TakeOver, uh, won it, uh, was there with Dakota Kai, uh, cut an emotional promo. I was very, very happy for her. And uh, no, I, Also, the debut of... Um, the woman that's known as uh well we know her as uh Taya Valkyrie, uh but she's known to all of us now as Frankie Mon Frankie Monet, I think that's her name. Uh she kind of reminds me, uh obviously I mean I mean she's don't 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 let the white skin fool you, okay? She may be Canadian, she may be white, she may look hot. But the woman can kick ass, she speaks Spanish, and she knows what the fuck she's doing. So no doubt there's going to be some sort of a feud taking place between Raquel Gonzalez and uh, Frankie um, Monet somewhere down the road. But after all that was over, then came the surprise... Then came the surprise of uh of several former NXT superstars that decided to make an appearance at NXT and it was one of the coolest moments ever. Imagine if you will Raquel Gonzalez right there with the NXT Women's Championship and then all of a sudden here comes Raquel, I'm sorry. Here comes um Rhea Ripley coming down coming down the ramp with the NXT well from NXT uh holding on to the Raw Women's Championship and standing side by side with Raquel Gonzalez and these two had a feud several months ago and now all of a sudden they're there together and everything and then there's more then another person that came that came to NXT is the woman who made history at WrestleMania, becoming the SmackDown Women's Champion by defeating Sasha Banks. Her name is the EST of WWE, Bianca Belair, and it was a cool moment. Um, there was a picture that they showed on the screen that I, I know I have on my um, on my phone somewhere. It's a picture of all three of them. Uh, all three of them, when they were a part of NXT, all three of them that had had goals, ambitions, and everything it takes to be champion. And then all of a sudden, all three of them are in the ring, holding on the championship gold. Raquel Gonzalez holding on to the NXT Women's Championship. Bianca Belair holding on to the SmackDown Women's Championship. And Rhea Ripley holding on to the Raw Women's Championship. All of them from NXT, and all of them making history and it was, it was a beautiful moment. It was a beautiful moment. I loved it, digged it, and uh, I hope you guys dig it too. And Speaking of history, and this is going to be the debut that I cannot wait to see. And speaking of women's history, they're about to make more women's history this coming Tuesday on NXT had connections with top Japanese
3: wrestlers for over 30 years and a few years ago they were all contacting me about a certain lady. It's took a lot of time and a lot of negotiations and finally we have the warrior of the sun, Sarei, signing here with NXT. Hi. This lady is something very, very special. She's going to take it to another level.
1: She has cute smiling, but
3: she has very strong mind. Sari has been passed the torch by some of the biggest names in Japanese wrestling. With the success of Asuka, Kari Sane, Io Shirai, and now Sarei, the greatest women's division in wrestling, is here in NXT. And it's only going to get better with the arrival of Sarei,
0: the warrior of the sun. truly one of the best divisions going on in WWE right now. Saurey is going to be making her debut next week on NXT and uh, I am very very much looking forward to checking out what she has to offer and everything. Um I have uh, heard a lot about her. I've seen uh, I have seen her work in uh, NXT. Um oh I I'm sorry. <laughs> I've seen her work in Japan, I'm sorry. Um Uh, She holds a lot of promise, has a lot of potential, and I'd like to see, you know, some big things happen to her when, uh, I guess, when everything goes in the right direction. So, you know, kudos to uh, them taking place and everything. Um, There's one part to this uh, whole NXT thing that I wanted to show you, but before I can get to that, let me show this part right here. Uh, Leo Ruff took on, uh, let's see, Isaiah Swerve Scott. And uh, this was a hard-hitting matchup. And uh, I made the prediction, and, and I said this right when I was watching this, that uh, uh, Isaiah Swerve Scott is going to defeat Leo Ruff. And that's exa- exactly what happened right there. And it was done. But then after that, uh, it seems that the feud is not over by a long shot between these two. So no doubt, you know, something's going to happen and everything between these two somewhere down the road. Um, There was an interview that happened with uh, Zoe Stark and Mercedes Martinez, both claiming victories and both wanting to have an opportunity at the NXT Women's Championship. Now, and let me tell you this, and and I want to say this because it's true. I'd love to see Raquel Gonzalez against Mercedes Martinez so, so badly. Simply because both women are Mexican, duh. Both women are tough. Both women are uh, extremely talented in the ring. Uh, extremely gorgeous, I might add. And 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 and, and I, I I don't want to end up in a back alley with either one of these two because they could probably beat my ass. But that's just me talking. But um. Zoe Stark and Mercedes Martinez, somewhere down the road, these two are going to meet up with each other. And whoever wins gets an opportunity to go after the NXT Women's Championship. Uh, uh, A promo that was done by Imperium. They're going to be taking over NXT from here on out. And uh, who is going to defeat Walter for the NXT United Kingdom Championship? We'll just have to find out somewhere down the road. And then we got the main event. It was um, uh, Shotzi Blackheart, Amber Moon, the NXT Women's Tag Team Champions, and um, Bronson Reed and Dexter Loomis taking on the members of The Way. (laughs) And this was um, the ending of the match, and and I'll I'll mention it what it is right here right now. Um, The Way didn't do so well. And by the way, and I'll say this because I can... The Way is the worst wrestling faction in the history of pro wrestling, okay? Johnny Gargano is a North American champion. Tremendous champion. Dig what he does. This crap needs to come to an end. And her, him and her, his wife, um, Candice LeRae, y- you know, it just needs to be those two, okay? We don't need Austin Theory. And look, Austin Theory, look, one day I'm going to see that dude turn on Johnny Gargano, and then somehow something's going to happen where Johnny Gargano loses the North American championship too. Austin Theory, and Indy Hartwell. Apparently, she has this crush on Dexter Loomis, and um, and and I'll and I'll be honest. I'll be honest right here, right now. Um, Indy Hartwell is uh, extremely beautiful in my eyes. Uh, she's from England. I actually, I think she's from Australia, I believe, and um, I find her to be extremely attractive. And, and and Dexter, I remember watching the match um, as this is all happening. I'm not going to give you the whole description of the entire matchup, but the one description that I am going to remember is where I see Dexter Loomis with the uh, with that uh, almost that an anaconda vice that he always uh, uses. He uses it on or, or Gargano, Gargano, I'm sorry. And then Indy Hardwell was trying to kick Dexter Loomis. Didn't want to, right? And then she just... Like, took a bump and hit the ground. Like, what the fuck? And then Dexter Loomis had turned around, looked at her for a while. Like, what the fuck's going on here? And then um, Austin Theory had came in and kind of made the save and everything. And then Indy Hardwell does this. She's like, like, what the fuck are you doing? And then all of a sudden she just goes right to Austin Theory, throws him, throws him over the fucking top rope. And I'm like, what the fuck am I watching? And then she goes back and here's Dexter Loomis on the outside. Here's Indy Hardwell, fated, all right, she just laid down, and Dexter Loomis is looking at her like, what the fuck, and, you know, I'm not sure what the fuck is happening here. Dexter Loomis carries Indy Hardwell, carries her, like, on his shoulders, right, like this, right, you know, carrying her like, like she, like, you know how... Uh, you've heard that old expression, uh, carry your uh, your bride through the threshold or something like that. Well, that was that's what he was doing, right? And as soon as like the camera is like in back of Dexter Loomis, here's all Indy Hardwell all faded and everything, and then all of a sudden she well she doesn't wake up exactly. She kind of just you know did what she did, and then that was it, and it was just fucking crazy afterwards. You know what I'm saying? And <laughs> Indy was playing was flirting basically so your winner of the matchup was uh, Shotzi Blackheart Ember Moon Bronson Reed and Dexter Loomis it was just very very crazy to check out I don't know what to make of this whole situation but <laughs> whatever it is it's just nuts but what can you do okay now uh, I wanted to save this part for last because this is uh, something that uh, because we're going to get into Smackdown in just a moment uh, I wanted to leave this part because uh, somebody did leave NXT, and as a matter of fact, uh, uh, well, I think I'll go ahead and just show you what it is.
3: Marty, hey, I'm sorry for being a little late. That's okay. mm-hmm. You sure? I can't say that there wasn't times that we're trying and dealing with you and UE. But you're the ultimate professional and you're welcome back here in the next any time. Thank you.
0: Well um, and I wanted to leave this for the end here. Um, So Roderick Strong has apparently, um, is not going to re-sign with NXT, so, um, this is one of these situations where I can now see where Roderick Strong is going to head to. He's either going to head to Raw or he's either going to head to SmackDown, uh, but, but then again, he could be one of the next superstars released from the WWE if everything goes the way it's supposed to be planned, you know what I'm saying? And uh, You guys know about the nine superstars That have been released Um, uh, We'll see how all this goes And everything else like that But NXT um, The aftermath of Wrestlemania Great show Love how it is Uh, Love the new logo Love how it all looks and everything Uh, No doubt we're going to be seeing A whole lot more stuff happening in NXT Uh, Future's looking bright And I can't wait to see what happens With uh, NXT NXT with nxt coming to tuesday nights okay now before we get into smackdown i wanted to go ahead and give you uh i had a top 10 list right here and i wanted to show it to you guys right here on the Minivet talk podcast so this top 10 list is what what i call the top 10 wrestlemania week matches now these top 10 matches consist of matches not just from WrestleMania but NXT as well, so they're involved in this one. Now, let me give you my top, let me give you my, my, well, it's the top 10, but let me give you the five that did not make the list here. Number 15 was the six man gauntlet match that happened on night one of NXT TakeOver. Uh, that was the you know, Bronson Reed, Cameron Grimes, uh. Uh, Isaiah Swerve Scott, um, Leon Ruff, L.A. Knight, and Dexter Loomis. Uh, those were the six men. That was number 15. Number 14, the NXT Tag Team Championship with Triple Threat match featuring MSK, the Grizzled Young Veterans, and Legado del Fantasma. Number 13, the match between Pete Dunne and Kushida from NXT TakeOver Night 1. Number 12 from NXT TakeOver Night 2, the NXT Cruiserweight Championship ladder match to, dis- to determine who will be the undisputed Cruiserweight Champion between Jordan Devlin and Santos Escobar. And number 11, NXT Prelude for the United Kingdom Championship, Walter taking on Rampage Brown. Now, those are your top, those are your top, five, well, the, the, you know the 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 matches that didn't make the list. Let's go to the people that did make the list. We'll start at number ten. The matchup that everyone's been talking about at WrestleMania, the uh the tag match between uh Miz and Morrison taking on Bad Bunny and Damian Priest at WrestleMania 37 night one. Number nine. The WWE Championship match at Wrestlemania Between Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley That was number 9 Night 1 of Wrestlemania Also uh, Number 8 Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn Night 2 of Wrestlemania Number 7 The match that stole the show At Wrestlemania Night 1 Cesaro going one on one Against Seth Rollins Number 6 the Universal Championship matchup, night two of WrestleMania, between Roman Reigns, Edge, and Daniel Bryan. Now comes the top five. All right, you ready for the top five? Here we go. Number five, for the NXT Championship, Karrion Cross going one-on-one against Finn Balor. That was number five. Number four, the NXT, uh, the non-sanctioned match at NXT TakeOver, night two. Kevin Owens, or I'm sorry, uh, Kyle O'Reilly, one-on-one against Adam Cole. Number three, NXT Women's Championship match between Raquel Gonzalez and Io Shirai. Number two for the WWE Women's Championship, SmackDown Women's Championship at WrestleMania Night One. Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks. And the number one match... Of WrestleMania week, we can all agree upon this: for the NXT United Kingdom Championship, Walter versus Tommaso Ciampa. That is my number one pick for WrestleMania week. Now, if you guys have compiled your own list of top ten WrestleMania matches and everything else like that, you can go ahead and comment it on my main event talk Facebook page. This will be released and everything, and you guys will get an up- update on everything that goes on and so much more okay now let's get to the conclusion let's get to smackdown let's get to what's so place on there um big surprise about the announcing team now i would like to announce the the new announcer on raw but i don't think i have enough time and i don't think we'll be able to talk about it when we have the opportunity now I'd like to congratulate Pat McAfee for now becoming a new announcer for Friday Night SmackDown. He'll be teaming up with uh, Michael Cole during this entire thing with SmackDown. Okay. Uh, first off, uh, a face-to-face, uh, Roman Reigns comes out, you know, makes his uh, message clear that he uh, he pinned daniel bryan he pinned edge that's out the window no sign of edge no sign of daniel bryan but then all of a sudden after the promo was over uh comes cesaro cesaro going face to face with the roman reigns uh cesaro was trying to get a microphone roman reigns didn't want to hear it and he just kept walking so cesaro wanted to challenge um wanted to challenge roman reigns and, uh, well, um, I heard uh, it was accepted and everything else like that. So, that was done. Rey Mysterio had a matchup one-on-one against Otis. He defeated him in the middle of the ring. That was cool. Uh, a promo was cut at the hands of Apollo Cruz when he introduced his new bodyguard, who we know is Adabo Cato or whatever. Now he's called General Z. Uh, don't know, don't care. Uh, the rematch from WrestleMania, Kevin Owens... Versus Sami Zayn, where Kevin Owens won the match via count-out. The Street Profits were holding a victory party for Bianca Belair, who came out and did what she did with the Street Profits. The Street Profits were on their way to go after the tag team championship that is currently being held by Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode. The Dirty Dogs, the Dirty Dogs have retained their titles, and the Street Profits are right back in line. And we'll see what happens. And of course, there was a promo that happened with uh, Sasha Banks, who was extremely upset with her loss at Wrestlemania. And then Bayley came out and, of course, she wanted to throw her two cents in, wanted to get her hands on the the SmackDown Women's Championship. Natalya had a match one-on-one against Shayna Baszler. Uh, Natalya wins over Shayna Baszler because of the interference that happened with um, uh, Nia Jax. And then, of course, the main event happened. Cesaro going one-on-one against... Main event, and this still sounds funny to me. Main event, Jey Uso. A <laughs> uh, good matchup, uh, pretty much like a repeat of what happened at WrestleMania, and then after the matchup was over. Cesaro uh, was not going to have... Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Seth Rollins was not going to have any of this. He interferes in the matchup. Cesaro does win over Jay Uso. So that means that uh, Cesaro will probably have a match somewhere down the road with uh, Roman Reigns when the time is right. But however, it seems that the feud, the feud between Seth Rollins and Cesaro is not over by a long shot. So we're going to see how how far this goes, uh, even though the um, they've been, uh, I think what uh, who was it? Michael Cole has been talking over and over and over again about this um, thing about UFOs, right? <laughs> and it was just, you know, coming up like crazy and everything. And I'm just, you know, hearing this like, are you fucking kidding me? The words UFOs, unidentified flying opponent, is what it has been called. So, um, as this is taking place, Seth Rollins is pissed off and upset. So, no doubt this feud between Seth Rollins and um, uh, Cesaro is apparently going to continue. Is Roman Reigns going to play any sort of uh, part in this whole thing? Uh, We'll have to see. We'll have to find out next week on SmackDown. Now, to conclude all this, Monday Night Raw, The Aftermath, Good show, just needed a little bit more surprises and everything else like that. Uh, SmackDown uh, delivered, delivered pretty good. Uh, congratulations to Pat McAfee for being a part of the announced team. He did extremely well, and I'm hoping to see just a little bit more Pat McAfee and everything else like that somewhere, somewhere down the road. Uh, also, uh, let me see, uh, NXT. This past Tuesday did extremely well for itself. Uh, I like where this is going, and I like the new logo. I like the new stuff that's going on, and no doubt there's going to be some new stars coming along for NXT on Tuesday nights. (coughs) And um, before I wrap things up, and I wanted to mention this right away, Monday Night Raw had about 2.0 million viewers from this past Monday, NXT had about somewhere around eight hundred and eighty-seven thousand viewers, and that was on a Monday night. That was their best. Believe it or not, AEW had over one point two nine million viewers. AEW Dynamite. Now I don't know what uh, I don't know what SmackDown did, but uh, hopefully I'll get an opportunity to uh, share it with you guys when I have the opportunity. So. Ladies and gentlemen, that is going to conclude this episode of the Main Event Talk Podcast. WrestleMania week is officially over. I'm completely exhausted, and the Main Event just needs to get himself right back in order again. Now, just to let everybody know, I'm going to be taking some time off away from the podcasting world, and I will return right around, I would say, um... Few days before WrestleMania backlash, just to let everybody know. And of course, oh, and just to let everybody know, there is going to be an episode of the Main Event Talk podcast coming up in the next couple of days on 420, which is going to feature an episode talking about G.I. Joe the movie. And the main event we'll talk about that and so much more follow the main event on instagram and instagram.com slash at main event player you can also follow me on twitter twitter.com slash at main event player you can also follow me on my facebook page at facebook.com slash at real main event talk for all your latest info on what's going on in professional wrestling and so much more and if you choose to friend request me choose at your own risk ladies and gentlemen WrestleMania week is officially over, and the main event talk will return very, very soon. I'll see you next time. Why? And it's been a long time since I said this. Because I can, and I want to, any questions, enough said. WrestleMania week was the fucking shit.
1: to fear when you become the star.
0: Snyder with Become the Storm, the main event's own personal theme song for Wrestlemania 37. (coughs) Well, Wrestlemania week is over. I am done, and that's about it. Guys, I'll see you next time on another great episode of the Main Event Talk Podcast.